Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Block Sauce. Today, I've got another amazing special guest for you. Can't wait to talk about this one. So, you know, I'm I'm your host and Rena Team Bastard, Jim Kieran, and and I'm just I'm excited. I can't wait to get into today's show. So make sure you guys grab a Mountain Dew, grab your controller, and prepare to get your game on. Let's go. Hey there, sauce enthusiasts. It's time to bring the heat with another electrifying episode of The Block Sauce. Today, I have Houston, the CEO of Xenom Games, here to talk about shutdown. Uh, how are you doing today, Houston? Hey, doing well. Thank you so much for having me on here. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. Well, thanks for being here. I always appreciate when people are able to take time out of their day and join us for these. Uh, these have been pretty successful, in my opinion, so far. We're able to showcase a lot of games that are coming up. And you guys have a couple, from my understanding, that are in the works. You want to share a little bit about those real quick? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, Xenom Games, we're a back-end provider for Web3 Games. A uh, bit of history on us. We've been developing games in the Web3 space since 2018. Our first game was called mm -hmm. The Solution which is kind of where we experience a lot of these back-end pain points. Um, since then, uh, we started as a team of two. We've grown now to overall between all of the projects that we are working with, a uh, team of 40. Um, so we've got two games. One is called Shutdown. The other is called Fabled. Shutdown is the one we're going to be talking about today. It's a uh, top-down Web3 sort of shooter, um, very more, much more focused on being something that's uh, along the horror theme. It's, it's dark. It's mysterious. It's Moody, it's a zombie shooter. And then the other game is called The Fabled, which is a very hardcore uh, Web3 Dark Souls. Souls like, you know, very, it's it's very hard. <laughs> That's like, oh, say. yeah. I mean, kind of, they're both kind of hard, really. I, I got to play on both the ETH Denver and Shutdown isn't one of those games you can just dash in and start blowing stuff up and expect to come out alive. There is a bit of big brain moment to it. Um, For sure. But so you said the solution was actually your first game? Uh, dissolution, yeah. So, dissolution, um, okay. Dissolution, uh, you guys can actually search this up on Steam. Uh, if you if you Google us, you'll find like a bunch of like uh, divorce articles, <laughs> and then you'll find our our game if you keep scrolling down far enough. Um, but it was our it was our first venture into this space, uh, and you, you know we were on Ethereum. A lot of it was just learning mm -hmm. about how to like connect blockchains with uh with a game both on a technical level and also on a design front um but we had it working it was multiplayer it was fps we had a lot of fun with it but um in the end you know i i think taking all the lessons there and transferring them over to the new games that's kind of what what's been happening over the past uh over the past 13 14 months 
And how has the, the journey been for you guys? Has it been kind of, you said that you mentioned there were some pain points and some struggles. So like, oh, kind, yeah. kind of give us some background on how you guys went from making a game on Steam to all of a sudden making Web3 games. Like what led to that? Um, well, we were we were Web3 from day one. Like we, so me and my co-founder, uh, we kind of bring gaming and blockchain. So my background is on the blockchain crypto side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into a couple coins early. I got into Dogecoin. Back when it was still trading on Reddit, uh, this is like 2014, and then okay. I got into Ethereum like shortly after the ICO. Uh, <laughs> this is in 2015, so I, I've been around the block. I've been through a couple of cycles. Um, I met my co-founder Adam, who's over here. I don't know if you can see him, but uh, a little bit. A little bit. Um, and I we we met and we just started talking. And he was a game developer. He um, he's he's a wizard on Unreal. You can see Unreal in the background going there as he's mm-hmm. developing a shutdown. Uh, and you know, we kind of put two to two together. So what happens when you combine blockchain and games? Well, gambling, <laughs> that's what we came <laughs> up with at first. Uh, so our first game was called high rolls, like this sort of like web GL experience built using okay. unity. We saw like the dice casinos and we're like, well, we can make a better mm-hmm. interface. It'll be 3d. It'll be a casino in space. It'll be epic. Um, worked on that for about like three months. And then afterwards we discovered uh nfts to crypto kitties like erc721 that token standard and the first thought we had in our mind as gamers was like holy shit this needs to be in a video game so like literally the next day we were just like okay we're not doing gambling anymore we're gonna start working on uh some sort of game and adam had this like sort of he he had sort of like this half-baked project that he already had working Mm -hmm. um with all of the sort of basic pillars foundational pieces ready and it was a sci-fi fps game so we're like, well, hey, let's just work off that. And that was the solution. So um, we were on Steam so early. This is like before Steam. Started cracking down. The- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> before they announced anything. And that's why we were allowed to be on. And if you go through like our, our community, okay. like on Steam, uh, you can actually see. Um, yeah, let, let me let me show you this. Uh, that's why I assumed you guys were Web 2 at first because you were on Steam with your first one. But now that it explains yeah. everything. You guys were early, early. We were early, early. Yeah. You, oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if you can see the screen here, but you, you know, 20, least date 2019. We actually got the early access out here uh, in December of 20, 2018. And so um, this is one of the things I always like to go back to look on. So you go to like our, our discussions and then you go to the, but literally the first thing that someone someone said so this is august 21st 2018 right and uh-huh. then this is just a guy complaining about what the hell is blockchain and gaming got to do with each other <laughs> so well, we saw the nft hate from like literally a mile away if you, you could say that i i believe it so what what kind of led to shutdown and fable obviously you guys have some experience with gaming you you found you know a foothold somewhere on steam once upon a time yeah I played both of them. I see that they are fun, enjoyable games. And to be quite frank, they're unique experiences within the Web3 space for sure. So what inspired you guys to take the route that you did? Because nobody else is really going the single player slash co-op. Everybody seems to want to do the competitive esports thing. Yeah, like we we trying to do the competitive esports thing with Dissolution. Um, and I, I think there's a certain level of... Uh, well, there's a certain level of everything. Like you have to hit like critical mass users, for example, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of like multiplayer games, right? You think about uh, player concurrency, you know, you don't want matchmaking to be like 30 minutes. You want it to be like ideally under five. Um, so you're going to have to have a lot of players for that. And then yep. with players being all around the world, you have to be like 
very, very regional focused. So you have to have a concurrent mass of players in every single region where your servers are. Um, and that just takes, you know, quite frankly, you know, that just takes a lot of money and you have to make sure the game is good. And so you have all of these different challenges and it's not that like we're writing off competitive play. It's just that I think it's smart, smarter to start with a single player experience, especially when you're still figuring out and nobody really knows, you know, how do you truly like utilize web three? Nobody knows what the perfect model is, right? The, the, it hasn't been cracked yet. So until that point, like don't, you know, don't spend that much money. Figure out how to actually like make the Web three components fun. Figure out the Web two to Web three onboarding. Figure out all of those things first before any of this, you know, multiplayer stuff matters. Um, and that's the way we see it. Like when we did dissolution, you know, we started off as multiplayer, and first day, like we had eighteen thousand people come in, but we weren't able to retain any of them. It oh, was wow. actually completely unexpected to see that many people come through. So you know, if you have a good concept, like and and keep in mind, like this is no marketing at all with dissolution. They just they just came through organically through steam and so you know if you have a good concept the players will come the challenge th then is keeping the players around you know and, and making sure that like you have that sort of steady player base and mm -hmm. i don't really see many games um or if any game really in this space that are capable of doing that um and, and yeah i think i think the competitive esports thing that is that is very very much real like i'm a big league of legends player i played ranked you know, I got yep. to like Platinum. I play. I put like eight thousand hours in that game, right? But imagine that game, like as fun as it is. If nobody's playing, then I'm not gonna play it anymore. You know, it's not fun if no one's online. And you see it at the higher ranks too. Once you start hitting like Grandmaster and stuff like that, oh, yeah. the the players are constantly talking about how queue times. Like they'll be playing another game off to the side while waiting in queues. They are that long. So, yeah, that that's a whole different story. League has players, but they don't have top. 0.01% player base, you know? Yeah. Um, so even even within populated games, once you start segregating them to that extent, they see absolutely ridiculous queue times. Uh, but I agree, that's actually been a, a point of contention for me in Web3 is sitting there having to wait 20 to 30 minutes to even find one person to play with. So that's why when the Fabled, I know this isn't a Fabled, you know, interview, but that's why when I got to play the Fabled at East sure. Denver, I was really impressed by what you guys were building. And then, of course, that translated to me trying Shutdown, which we're going to see some gameplay for here in just a second. And then I was like, you know what? Even in Web 2, you don't see too many games doing what Shutdown's doing. There are, there's a few games, like, don't get me wrong, it's not necessarily like the super rare gym where you've managed to crack a super unique formula that nobody else has ever tried, but it is a niche genre that has found success. I think the biggest one I've probably seen that's close to it is, uh, I think it was Descenders or The Descent, something like yeah. that. Yeah, The Ascent, yeah. Oh, The Ascent, that's what that. it was. I never played that one. It looked cool, but it wasn't, I don't know. I didn't give it a shot, but I got to play this one at ETH Denver. And I was like, I, I want to know more. I need to, I got somebody's team's telegram and I was like, Hey guys, what do I got to do to get in this game? You know? <laughs> so, um, that was, that was really cool. It's not too many. There's not too many games out there that I want to dive in further. Like usually once I've gotten the surface level, I'm like, okay, I, I kind of see where this game's going. I, you know, it, it's not for me maybe, or it's not mm -hmm. there yet. You know, like I, it's not something I can play every day, but the shutdown had that replayable factor because of the difficulty, because of the, the slight randomness to each run. And I think that's what pulled me in. So if you're ready, we could jump in and start showing them the gameplay. Yeah, um, let's do it. All um, right. Yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, let me know if this is this all right. 
There we um, go. It's definitely a little bit different than probably the last time you played it. Um, so last time you played it was a, uh, I believe it was a dungeon. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, it was like one dungeon. It was, it was a dungeon. Um, we've turned it into a uh, wave survival mode just because we want to make sure like we get the combat abilities tested. So this is new too. Um, this is the ability system. So you can choose two abilities. Um, keep in mind the state. This game is still in like pre-alpha, so this oh, is of very very early access. Um, and what we're trying to figure out right now is just like, hey, you know, do people actually? Like, do these mechanics make sense? Does, does it translate? Does the combat feel satisfying? And so we want people to just basically slay zombies. Um, and it's a horde survival game mode. Uh, so it's based on waves. As the waves increase, you know, the difficulty ramps up. The zombies get beefier and faster and they start running at you eventually. Um, and all that, yeah. So uh, wave one's pretty chill. Um, we're just going to melee them, save some ammo for now. Uh, oh, yeah. And as, as we progress, yeah, you'll see it get crazier and crazier. So. Um, so I'm a sucker for wave survival games. I, I, I don't know what it is. It's one of those I've got to get higher. I can do better. I can do better. Is there a max wave currently or is this as like take it as far as you can take it type you, of wave you can survival? Take it as far, you can take it as far as you can as, as it Ooh. goes. Um, yeah, but there's there's kind of so it, it does get a little bit repetitive, I will say. Just because um, it we're, we're still missing a little bit of content here and there, like this, the enemy types aren't that diverse at the moment. But again, three alpha. So um, the way the way we're de approaching development actually is like, so this has been about 13 months of work. Um, a lot of that was just making sure that we can uh, everything was built with multiplayer in mind. So mm -hmm. kind of touching back on the first point that we were talking about, uh, we have co-op multiplayer working already, but on a land basis right now. So we yeah. can get like 800, or sorry, not 800, eight, we can fit like eight people uh, concurrently in this map. Oh, and with like I thought it was only play. four. Yeah, so we, we, we tested with eight, but we're going to release with four because oh, okay, this okay. map's not built for that much. <laughs> um, and now we, and so yeah, now we got an upgrade, we got a uh, double rail sawed off. Um, there's a couple Reload of- Reload mechanics. Yep. Couple of little mechanics here where uh, if you melee, uh, people they, the, the higher chance for drops. Um, so it's all about you know we, we try to incorporate skill elements where we can. I'm also but, seeing you got a you got a health bar and an energy bar. What's the energy for? So the energy is abilities. So we have a little dash right there, and then we have a shield. Um, oh. These are very like basic abilities. And then as we add more and more content, you know, the abilities are gonna get crazier and crazier. Same thing with the guns. Uh, I can scroll down here. We have like this crazy gun called the BFG. It basically fires like this <laughs> giant death orb laser that explodes on impact. So it lasers doom, like all the enemies. I know and my doom days are coming back to me. The BFG. That's all I care about now. That's that's what <laughs> I want. Yeah, exactly. The, the BFG. That's yeah. That's that's a doom reference for sure. So with. How how does Web three fit into this? Like, are the characters NFTs? Are the weapons NFTs? Is there a token involved? What chain are you guys on? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, so, like you, basically what you said, uh, characters, NFTs, um, mm -hmm. any of the permanent items. But the way the way we approach this, right, is we always think, okay, what's gonna onboard, you know, like someone who doesn't have a wallet, someone who doesn't know anything about NFTs and tokens, and that's gameplay for us. So uh -huh. the goal here is to basically get people playing the game, having fun, 
Um, I'm gonna skip the update there. Uh, and you know, get someone to like be able to sink like 100, 200 hours into this before they even think about the Web3 components. Uh, so your item would start off as like database items, Web 2.5. Um, okay. That means a player doesn't need to have a wallet to play necessarily. Um, but once they get to the late game, now that's when the NFTs come in. So mm -hmm. we've gamified the minting process. Uh, when you mint a character or an item or armor piece or whatever it is, uh, that gets randomized. So there's random stats and, and abilities and traits that get generated. And so it's kind of like um, if you play like Diablo or Path of Exile, every item is different and unique. And that's what the NFTs are. So it's kind of like, um, you know, we want to make sure like people are having fun as they mint. And, you know, as we want them to mint over and over and over and over again. That's kind of where the... Um, where we see sort of the, the currency sync, um, the main currency sync for the tokens uh, will be. And speaking of tokens, um, tokens are basically like a premium currency within the game itself. But it's it's we, we have plans beyond shutdown as a top down shooter. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, you know we have that game the solution like that. We still have all the code there. Like it, it's a fully functioning FPS game. Um, we. We will need a bigger team size, which is why we decided to, for the time being, work on like a top-down shooter instead of FPS. Um, but once we get shut down off the ground, generate some revenue, establish our studio and our presence, uh, we are planning on bringing an FPS game to sort of this this IP. So you can think of shutdown as kind of like its own unique little world. Uh, and then this solution um, probably will be adopting, you know, similar. Uh, models, similar characters, reusing the NFTs, of course. Mm -hmm. So we want to we want to really emphasize like you know cross replayability uh, and composability of, of the NFTs across the different titles within the world of Shutdown, and likewise goes to the token as well. So, um, so you're building yeah, an ecosystem with the token, like it's going to work across multiple games, not just one. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, and with Shutdown, like, the, the, the whole thing was, like, the, the biggest lesson we learned from, like, Dissolution was accessibility, right? Because mm -hmm. with Dissolution, it was, it was such an intensive game, and obviously with three people, there's optimization only goes so far. Um, yeah. So it, was, it wasn't very well optimized, uh, unfortunately. Um, and so that meant a lot of players couldn't actually play the game. Um, Shutdown is the complete opposite of that. Uh, we were trying to put this game on mobile. We're trying to get it on consoles, get it on every single platform that we can think of. Um, and really just make sure like people are exposed to it, you know? Uh, yeah. Because what you're seeing here, this is obviously this is a PC version, but all of these assets are mobile ready. Uh, we probably nice. have lighting and a little bit of things like that. But and for the most part, like this could be mobile probably, you know, by end of this year, if, we, if, if that's what we're pushing for. So everything was built with that in mind. So what engine is this built in? This is Unreal 4. So not using 5, just because, again, like, with, um, with, the, new, uh, with the new tooling in Unreal 5, like, that doesn't really apply that much to mobile. Uh, if you think about sort of, um, you know, like, Nanite and then, like, the new lighting systems, Lumen, like, mm -hmm. that's not a mobile, a mobile phone without a GPU. It's not going to be able to take advantage of that. And plus, we want to, you know, make sure we have the stability uh, of four. So we're, I think we're using like four point two five, uh, which is pretty stable. Five, I know, I know with five, like looking at the the Fable development, it's like every single update breaks something. So yeah. it's still in that kind of early phase of the engine. So yeah, it's probably better not to use it if you're not going to take advantage of the newest feature sets. 
I'm just wondering. So, have you guys considered considered a uh, roguelike mode? Yeah, yeah, that's what the dungeon game mode is going to be. So it's going to be um... it's going to be a roguelike, um, and, and you know, keep it keep it fresh. It's it's a really smart way of designing sort of content because obviously with games like this, like. You know, single player, like you run out of content really fast. That's the benefit of multiplayer games, which is like, okay, you have one map for like something like League of Legends. You have, when they started, I think it was like, what, 12, 13, or 14 characters? Some yeah, they didn't have too like many. That. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you don't, and you didn't need that many to, to keep it interesting, right? Because it was basically like all of the possible pairings that you could have. Um, In the different builds, too. Exactly. Yeah, and then you had items, and you could do different stuff. Um, something like this, you know, we want to we want to keep it fresh. Um, so that's probably going to be the next game mode. Um, and the way the way our development works is we run uh, six to eight month sprints. This initial sprint took a little bit longer, thirteen months, just because we had to get the base sort of fundamentals of everything down. And also, we we developed the um, dungeon game mode already like halfway through, and then changed, pivoted. So um, hopefully, it should be quicker next time. But once we have more content, more weapons, uh, more abilities, then, you know, we release probably like a roguelike, see how that does. And and the goal for us is, is not even, you know, to, like we, our goal is to make sure like we are very close to our players. We know mm -hmm. what they want. We're constantly getting feedback and iterating on that. So we're always, we're always connected to our core community. And um, you know we're always able to show them something, something new, and keep them engaged uh, with what we're building. Because yeah, these games like this, with a small team like ours, it takes a very long time. Oh, I bet. And trying to get the balance and everything. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. Like the first time Amen. I played it, I had to, I had to go through the dungeon a couple of times because I, I still don't think I ever beat it, if I remember correctly. But that was rough. It was fun. Like the, yeah. it's not, it's not like. It's almost like Dark Souls, right? Like it's hard. You know it's hard, and you just want to keep getting better and better. It's not frustratingly difficult. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a so, it's a fine balance. Mm -hmm. and, and honestly, I felt like you guys had kind of nailed it. But it looks like you're taking it back to the drawing board. Uh, you want to make sure that you know all the mechanics work, and then you're going to reintroduce the dungeons again later. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, because it's like one one thing at a time, right? You know, I, I think the problem with the um the at least the dungeon game mode that you played was that um, the map design was kind of off. Um, and that was just that's that that was just a sim uh, mm -hmm. a symptom of us like having to balance you know a bunch of different things at the same time, and you know obviously that makes it a lot more difficult. So. We want to make yeah. sure, like, okay, we get we get the combat right. All right, then let's move over to level design. Then let's move over to abilities, and then you know, really make sure like what we have already is solid fundamentally before we move on. Uh, and that's a really good way of structuring development as well, because if you try to do too many things at the same time, um, Adam calls it technical debt, where you know you have like dependencies that kind of stack up on each other, and then when you get when you get further down the road. You try to change anything, then you have changing one thing. You're 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 changing like 50 other dependencies, and that's not a position that you want to be in, uh, especially like in a late stage of a project. So, mm -hmm. um, again, lessons that we learned from dissolution that don't that aren't necessarily the most forward facing, but uh, have been things that have you know really clarified the moment for us. So, are there any games that uh, played a role in like inspiration for shutdown or? Yeah, um, most definitely. Diablo, 
uh, Path of Exile for sure, um, especially the way Path of Exile structures their game. I really think it's a smart move. And with with like shutdown, you know, we want to run seasons, and I'm a big fan of how um, every season in Path of Exile is fundamentally different and introduces new mechanics. It's economic reset. The way it's going to work with shutdown is basically like you have you have a set of you know really high uh, high powered gear items whatever you want to call it, that is available in this season. And um, you can only mint it in this season, too. So oh. it's kind of like players have this race against time to, to get to get the stuff that they want with the right stats, with the right abilities, get the right build uh, before moving on to the next. But assuming that they don't get in in time, it's something they could probably buy on a secondary market at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that's kind of our way of like rewarding, you know, early players. It's like, okay, well you you only get this this season. Next season is gonna be completely different. So you get if you if you're if you're playing, right, like you're getting potentially a very rare item, uh something that has history, something that has legacy mm -hmm. later down the road. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, I actually just started jumping into mobile again a, a little bit recently, and there's a Final Fantasy game that they just released, and I, I, they got a limited to time event already, and the game's been out for like a week, and I'm like, I gotta grind this event, I gotta get this this special item that's only available during this event, right? But I can't trade or sell it, so if I get it, it it's just there, it's just for me. Which isn't, I mean, if the game's fun, who cares, right? But yeah. what about new players coming into the game later? Now they do not have the ability to grab these items, and I can't sell yeah. it to them. I can't trade it to my friend. And what if it eventually is phased out of my build? What if I don't want to use it anymore? Now it's just mm -hmm. sitting in my inventory doing nothing, right? So I think yeah, that this is sure. a great way to go about it, and it does encourage people, obviously, to be early adopters, to actually play the game, to grind the, the mechanics, and then you know they get rewarded for it. Now, is there going to be a limit on those, though? So like, let's say you guys hit a million players that season, just theoretically, obviously, and all one million players hit the threshold. Will they be able to have a million of them in circulation, or is there going to be a cap? Um, so we are really we're leaving it really open ended. Um, it, it, that's it's hard to say. Um, I, I think like look if everyone if everyone's able to get it, then obviously the rarity is not so good. But I, I think like if you have like a million players and let's say like ten thousand people were able to get it, now ten thousand is a big number, but it's all it's all relative, right? So it's still one only one percent of that player base is able to you know earn that sort of item. Um, I think that's still fine. So it really depends on the players. I'm not a big fan of sort of like the, the prescription approach when it comes to, you know, uh, designing your economy and inflation. Um, you could you could prescribe inflation uh, in the real world just because like population growth is relatively predictable. But in a game, you know, you can go from like 10,000 players to 100, to, to 100 million players if it does really well. Mm -hmm. um, ideally, it does do really well, right? But then, you know, inflation, inflation at like a 4% level just doesn't make any sense. You know, then you probably want double or even triple digit uh, numbers of inflation. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Um... It's just always one of those balancing acts. Like you don't want to restrict it, but if everybody can get it, then what's it worth? But I, yeah. I feel like if the time requirement is high enough, it will obviously prevent everybody from getting it because not everybody's going to have the, the same amount of time dedication. I know me personally, when it comes to to games where there's like a pay to 
skip or pay to whatever, I tend to spend a bit more in that game because I do have a full nine to five job. I've got my content stuff. So I don't always have time to, to grind, but I do have money to spend. So, you know, it's, it's different audiences and I hope that people can, can grasp that concept. You know, somebody who, like, for example, like some high schooler who gets out of school, they don't have a job or anything like that. They can jump on and immediately start grinding. They can probably put in four to five hours a night, right? Somebody like me, I get home. I got to feed my dogs. I got to spend time with my other half. Uh, I got to get yeah. ready for the next day. If I've got an interview coming up, then I've got to research the company and start working on questions or editing content. And then maybe I get an hour or two in a day if i'm lucky yeah. to play a game right so sure. that's that's the different audiences that i i don't think people understand and that's why it's not paid to win especially in a pve co-op game like this it's paid to progress it's like a i don't want to dedicate my entire life to this game so i'm going to support the developers instead of time with money and if i yeah. enjoy a game i'm not going to be mad about supporting them with money I mean, Path yeah, of Exile, sure. actually, no, you mentioned League of Legends. League of Legends completely free to play, right? I've yeah. spent almost two grand on that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I spent a lot of money too. I have like, I have the Pulse Riders real skin when that first came out. I have, I have all of the legendaries. Um, and, but, but the thing is like, I have, I, I have all these things, but I, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm not, I just, well, I just sunk like 2K into it. I didn't really get anything out of it. I think that's kind of the issue that I have with web yeah. games, um, and and actually, you know, fun, funny story uh, about me is I used to I used to farm gold in RuneScape, so I used to oh. be yeah when I was like when I was a kid, so my parents wanted me to get a job over the summer. I was like, no, I want to play RuneScape, so I just I just farmed gold in me and my buddy. We figured out how to like run bots, had a bunch of those going at the same time, um, and then just yeah, made, I made like uh, I made like. Two or three thousand dollars off of RuneScape bot uh, gold farming uh, when I was thirteen, and that was oh, wow. when you're thirteen years old. Like that's a lot of money, right? And yep. you're, playing, you're literally just playing a video game that you enjoy. So that was that was freaking epic. Um, and so touching back on the Web three elements there, I, I think that's where Web three really solves a lot of the problems that Web two has. Because when I was doing gold farming on RuneScape, like a lot of my orders straight up just got scammed. Like PayPal, they would they would charge back on PayPal. PayPal being like sort of like this, mostly like focused on eBay at the point. Um, they would ask me for a shipping code. Like I don't have a shipping code. I, I literally met up with this guy in an online game. I sold him like gold in RuneScape. It was it was all manual, so you had to like arrange a time. You had to yep. you had to look at people's reviews to make sure they weren't scammers. And it was just a very uh, it was a very inefficient system. Whereas like you look at something like Open, compare that with OpenSea. Or any of the you know Web3 marketplaces, it's all trustless. It's mm -hmm. asynchronous. You don't have to coordinate. You don't have to do anything. Um, and and also the developers don't get shafted because with Moonscape, like all the gold I sold, uh, that was revenue that was straight out of, like straight up taken out of the developer's pocket, right? So and that's why was, we see Blizzard over there selling a WoW token now. Yeah, they're like, and, we and, want that money back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I think these this is kind of like this new revenue model that could potentially be even better than what they have going on right now, which is like direct mm -hmm. player sales. Um, you think about sort of a mathematical expression for that. It's just like a, it's like a linear percentage based expression. Like you monetize 10% of your players, right? That's 0.1 times the total number of players you have times their average spend with 
player player trading, it, you know, it seems to be a network effect. It seems to be like exponential. And you know, for us, like what, what we see out of it is like, well, this is something that's going to allow us to, you know, be able to like, we can focus purely on the content now. Like we don't have to worry about, oh, are we, um, are, are, how do we monetize? What, what, what are we sacrificing to get this monetization? Yeah. Are we making this to, you know, pay to win stuff like that? You, I think in the future of games, especially with the Web three games, um, all you have to do is just focus on making the content good, right? And um, you know, the players will start trading it, and then you'll you'll get that revenue right out of the gate, and you don't have to worry about, you know, um, whether or not you're doing pay to win or, and all of these these things that regular gamers complain about. And I think once people once people see that, um, people are going to be a lot more open. The idea of like Web three, I think what finally kind of showed me why why there's some benefits to Web three is first off, I've, I've you know I loved League of Legends, but then they released the mobile version, and then I have to rebuy all these characters oh, that yeah, I've that already gotcha. bought, and it it's it's crazy to think that I've already spent time and money grinding and unlocking or buying all of these characters. Now I have to do it all over again in their other game when there is clearly a direct translation that they could have used. Like I'm using the same account and everything. So yeah. they, they could verify already that I've purchased these characters. And then you go and you throw in legends rune Terra on top of that, which is their TCG. I can't trade. I can't sell. I have no interoperability. All the purchases that I've ever done in the riot ecosystem are isolated to their single game that I did that purchase in. And I'm like, I love these games. I love supporting riot, but at the same time, like we're, we're, we're living in an attention era where your every game is fighting for the attention of players because obviously attention has an impact on finance, especially in the mobile industry. The longer you can keep a user engaged with your mobile game, the more money you're probably going to make. Let's be honest. And, you know, I haven't touched League of Legends in months. I haven't played anything from Riot in months. And the reason is I went back to World of Warcraft, 120 bucks a year. And I can play as much World of Warcraft as I want. They're constantly doing new updates. I'm getting new content, new story, new items, all this stuff on a routine basis. And all Riot's really given me is every month or two, I get to buy a new character. But then I jump into the mobile version, and then I have to buy it again. And then I jump into Legends of Terra, and I've got to go buy more stuff. And all they're really doing is giving me more and more opportunity to buy, whereas World of Warcraft is actually giving me more and more value for my money. So there's a disconnect there that I I feel like Web3 can address because we're already seeing, like, you you guys are talking about having the token that works across all the games. Now, imagine I could use my Riot points across every single game, right? That's kind of neat. And I, and I think that, that kind of goes back to sort of the revenue model because like Riot Games can't justify making, you know, this new, these new games and then not be able to make any more money from it, right? Because they don't True. have that player training component, you know, whereas like if like, let's say like Wild Rift, for instance, that brought mobile users, right? Millions of users mm-hmm. to the ecosystem. You know, if that was millions of users training their items, I, I don't think they would have they, they would have needed to charge for that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's you know, with, with games, like the biggest thing I learned um, from going from like a gamer to a game developer is the, the business elements really, really have to make sense. Like games are expensive. Not, and not only that, they take a ton of time 
they take a ton of passion they, they you know it, it's 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 expensive both from like a time perspective and like a capital it's true and i don't i don't fault riot for that whatsoever because now we're seeing them come out with multiple games we've gotten uh the jrpg uh ruin king i had to remember the name of that one um now we've got project l which is shaping up to be a really nice cool looking fighter game but of course i got a feel i'm probably gonna have to rebuy all of my characters again but this is all leading up to the fact that they are building an mmorpg and those definitely are not cheap so i don't fault yeah. them for it but me as a consumer i'm like how can i get the best bang for my buck because we're we're in a time period right now where the price of games is constantly increasing. Half the time when you buy a game, you're not getting the full game. You have to go and buy all the DLCs and season passes and battle passes and all the other skins. And as consumers, players feel like they're starting to, you know, really be bled dry by a lot of these companies. And it is a two-sided thing because from a business perspective, they want to make more games. They want to expand their universe. They want to build their IP. But from a consumer standpoint, how do we get the most value from our money? And it, it, it's two entirely different perspectives that I'm not sure will ever possibly align. But do you think Web3 could maybe tailor that and kind of bring them in line? Yeah, definitely. I, I think Web3 is it's a paradigm shift. You know, it's a paradigm shift, not only the way that like players think about games, online economies, but it's a paradigm mm -hmm. shift in, in the way developers think about content, right? Like something like this, you know, we, uh, like you look at all of the sort of big talking points of Web3, um, a lot of people are, are trying to make ecosystems. They're not trying to make titles, they're trying to make ecosystems. And, and you know, right now it's very early to see sort of where, how that is going to be any different. But I, I think if you wait like, you know, maybe like five, 10 years down the road, when some of these bigger studios, like, like Parallel, Parallel, for instance, is a really good oh. example of this. Where they will have like multiple titles and have these mm -hmm. cross cross uh, title compatible assets, right? You're gonna see a big difference in the way that that um, economy and that e that ecosystem operates. Um, and it is getting a little bit more intense now, so I I am trying to. <laughs> it is a lot see harder. Oh, they're um, all just chasing after you. Yeah. So um, there there will be there will be more abilities and weapons. Um, before the harder waves, uh, I'm kind of a bad player, but people have gone to like wave 40, which is just absolutely insane. I don't know how I don't know how the hell they did it. They um, just keep going. Yeah, they just keep going. Uh, so it doesn't look like there's any um, friendly fire or splash damage. To uh, yeah, there's no there's no friendly fire or splash damage just to make it easier because otherwise you get like griefed by your own teammates with <laughs> a rocket launcher <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> um, we did. We we had it in there, and that's that's. Yeah, we, we were just literally just like throwing each other in the office. So I feel like, you know what? Probably better not to do it that way. Um, and also, I'm it just the, gets too I'm the, chaotic. Yeah, I'm the person that's going to shoot a enemy point blank with the rocket launcher and blow myself all the way across the map. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there now. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. For sure. Um, this one's going to do it. But uh, let's see if I can try not to die. Oh, I'm good. Oh, so, so close. 24. Wave 24 during interview, that's pretty good for me. Um, <laughs> normally I die like at like wave 17, 18. Um, but yeah, I mean, for, for us, like, I think back to sort of the, the original point that we were talking about, like, mm -hmm. it's, it's all about player behaviors and how yep. does Web3 change that? It, it's not even so much the tech because I think at the end of the day, like eventually, you know, we're not going to be talking about what blockchain it's going to be on. 
or you know what what kind of like if it is an EVM or is it this or that? It's like when you look at normal games, people don't care if it's like running on AWS or if it's on Microsoft Azure or if it's on Google Cloud services. Like that doesn't matter, right? It's like is the game fun, and that to me is is that's like the ultimate question, and it always has been. You know, so it was you know we we went through. Um, 2018, which is bull, uh, bear market. We, we started mm-hmm. in the bear market, actually, 2018, 2019. And early part of 2020, like nobody gave a crap about blockchain games. We literally went to GDC 2019. We have like photos where we have like this big TV screen that says like blockchain meets gaming. People would come <laughs> by and they'd be like so polarized. You know, it'd be like, yeah, there'd be like a small group of people like, oh, that's a cool concept. I could see that. And then the other, it was like the mass majority of people, they look at it like, that's 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 stupid what what the hell is that and just walk away um so we kind of saw it from a mile away and then like mm-hmm. you know 20 going from like 2018 to 2021 and two was just absolutely bonkers because everyone started talking about blockchain gaming oh this is the future this is that i'm like like holy crap like this is it just took off right it, it took off way quicker than we expected it to we, we thought it was going to be slow but i guess nothing's slowing web3 is it uh i would say 1.0 game releases are pretty slow yeah <laughs> but the concept, time, the concept. Yeah. yeah no so i agree with you i think eventually we will get to a point where people won't care but the problem right now is unfortunately people do care so i think the biggest reason you get well what chain is it on is because there's no one wallet to rule them all certain chains require certain wallets uh, I know that going into like the Ronin network, for example, I need a wallet. If I go into Solana, I need a different wallet. If I go into anything Ethereum or Binance, I need a different wallet. Wax has their own wallet. like, mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people are asking what chain is it on. But the normal gamer, if you have a custodial wallet and they yeah. never need to actually go download or do anything themselves, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to care. Right now, the biggest issue with them is, well, NFT bad. Well, that's going to take time to, unfortunately, uh, educate those types of people, because I think that's what it boils down to is an education thing. Uh, if you asked me five five to seven years ago, would I play blockchain games? I would have laughed at you, because the only thing I knew back then was Axie. And no offense to the Axie ecosystem, I saw the early Axie days, and I looked at it, and I'm like, but that's not even a game. It's, it's gamified finance, which... Yeah that's not for me like if i was a gambler which in a real world casino i can be a very big gambler um but when it comes to games i'm not i'm not big on it like i do loot boxes and stuff because i know i'm getting something of value that i'm going to use in a game i want to play but i still need a good game to make me want to spend that money first right and those types of games back then weren't cutting it uh i tried a few of them there was like ox universe which was like a planet simulator oh Uh, i remember that i remember that 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 one ended up being a rug pull, um, but yeah, it it was it wasn't where I thought it was going to be. Now, fast forward a couple of years ago, uh, to a couple of years ago, I should say, uh, I was part of the world's largest Twitch military or veteran organization, and we got invited to a tournament. It was for a Web three game. Now, at the time, I did not know this, but I was like, yeah, sure, I'll play in it. Okay, well, game's actually kind of fun. What's going on here? So I'd look more into it, and I see they've got a mint coming up. And I'm like, well, what's a mint? And then I start looking into minting, and I'm like, oh, so I can get a skin that I can use in the game, and eventually it's going to be a reward multiplier, 
and I can sell it if I don't want to use it later. Okay. So that was my first mint. I was like, how do I get in and do this? And it was on Solana. It was super easy. Go download wallet, buy Solana through MoonPay, go mint, done. Simple. But then you go into like Wax's ecosystem, right? Oh my God, the onboarding for Wax was a nightmare for me. I had to ask multiple people how to do this. I used multiple YouTube videos and I was like, I'm not onboarding anybody from web two here. Like that's not going to work. So that's kind of where I have, I, I usually ask what chain it's on, not because I'm a maxi, but because I'm curious what players are going to have to do to get into the game. Eventually that won't be, that won't be a problem eventually, but we're not there yet now. Yeah. I mean, we're missing a lot of the infrastructure pieces for sure. That's, that's what we found with this solution. Um, back then it was just the integration part of things that was mm-hmm. a big tra- that was a big challenge but now it's like how do you actually like bring someone in and that's that's a mix of like i think that's like a that's a, that's a very complex problem because it's 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 a tech question right like mm-hmm. for example the tooling the wallets you mentioned with wax awful experience um and it's also a design question like from a ui standpoint you know and then also from like a game flow standpoint so you have to yeah. have all these pieces together uh and, and i think it's like it's like the 80 20 rule you know what i mean, what I mean? like the, the first 20 percent, you get like 80 percent of the effort that last yeah. 20 that, to get to the full picture that last 20 percent is 80 percent of the mm-hmm. effort that you're going to put in and that's going to be that's going to be the uh, next probably i want to i want to i think like five years and, and we're going to be there for sure so i do know that there are signups currently on your website for the closed beta do you have an approximate date when that's going to start um, so we're going to be, we're actually going to be launching, um, the game in the, in the form of like leaderboard tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think there's, there's enough content right now just for like any sort of like organic, you know, purely, Hey, we're playing this for fun sort of retention, but we do want to get the game out there. Um, so that's going to be probably, uh, by the end of this week, we're going to have a oh. uh, presence on stores. Um, it's 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 a soft launch, it's a quiet launch. We just wanna basically like we don't wanna we don't wanna put like too much marketing dollars behind it, but yeah. at the same time we still want to grow the community. Um we've actually been I don't know what's go I don't know what the hell is going on, but our Discord is like going crazy. Our dis our Twitter is going crazy right now and it's all it's all organic, super cool. I don't I don't know who found us uh or what, but yeah, it's we, we went from like um I think a little under two thousand to like now today we're at uh i believe 2500 followers oh, today that ain't bad that was, that was just over the weekend bro oh it's not bad at all you should we be almost 3k 3, it was it was three it's three thousand followers today so we literally grew by like a thousand followers over the weekend like 50 percent increase I, I don't even we didn't do anything bro I'm pretty sure. Anything. I'm pretty sure i saw a, a web3 content creator uh oh, recently on the timeline crazy. Yeah, KG. Yeah, we did an interview with KG, but I don't think he brought in a thousand followers just like that. I don't underestimate Web three creators. They tweet That's, something out, and oh, people yeah. will run with it. They do not care. It's like running with scissors. They don't care if they get their eyes stabbed out or or what. <laughs> like that, that. Let's be honest. That's why so many s- scams are successful here. People see That's decent true. gameplay. They're like, oh, I don't care about doing my own research. I just want to play the game this creator tweeted out so it must be safe and then we all run with it now 
In this case, it's doing you guys a favor. Don't complain about it. Just run with it. Let I'm it not, happen. I'm not complaining, man. I'm definitely <laughs> not complaining. You know, it's it's been we've been we've been quiet for like 13 months, and and I think part of the reason why it's doing so well is because people can see the quality. At least mm -hmm. that's what I like to think. Right? People see the quality. They see the effort. They see the passion that we're putting behind these projects, and. You know, we're trying to make like like at the end of the day, we're trying to make a fun game and we're not like we didn't release any NFTs. We don't even have like a mint planned out. People keep asking us for like waitlist and stuff. We're just like, yeah, look, we don't have any of that ready because all the effort's been on the game. Like the game is the important thing. Um, the mints can wait, you know, and it's not even a, it's not even. A I love game. it. I you love know, hearing yeah. this. Gameplay so, first. Let's go. Gameplay first. And if you look at our timeline, we'd like literally didn't announce anything until we had gameplay and, and even with investors it was the same thing like when we when we did our ra raise like we so we raised the seed round uh very very small one and a half million dollar round um it was originally for like dissolution right and then halfway through the round we had um a big catastrophe in the space ftx well it was tell luna then like alameda and then ftx like we just got like hit with this like one two three combo you know right right on the chin and uh ha like over half of the investors that we had committed all they all pulled out and we're like oh uh. my God, what are we gonna do so we had one and a half in the bank and adam like the whole team we're just like okay well we can still make something happen here because this is like this is the dream for us like it doesn't have to be fps game what else can we make and we're like okay well what about what if it was like a top down we we <laughs> we, we grinded over like a month literally just six hours sleep literally no sleep every day to get this demo put together and then over a month we got this white box demo um had that ready sent it off to the investors we were like hey guys look we can give you guys we don't have the full amount raised and we don't think it's going to happen but you guys can either take a refund a partial refund or you can hop into this new game oh by the way we just made this new game in a month we just it's like sent the demo <laughs> off to all these all these guys and they're like Oh yeah, like did you wait this in a month? That's crazy. And and so you know, we're lucky that like we have people with very, very high conviction that believe in us. Mm -hmm. Um and, and you know, we're we're sitting in a really good spot right now, even even as a small team, as a small studio, um keeping the burn rate low, knowing how to be lean and and just being ready to springboard into action once once the market hits, uh the bulls once the bulls are back, hopefully next year. Because the bear market is a little bit depressing, but you know, you know, the thing with the bear market is that it's a true test of what works and what doesn't, mm -hmm. right? Because you remember, like 2021 and early 2022, people were throwing money at a wall and like everything was sticking. But now you have to be really, really careful about your UA strategies, about your game, yep. about your about what kind of project it even is, because people's bars are so high. And if you can hit that bar in a bear market, like that's your true north, that's your true center, and you stick with that. Right. And and that's the only time you can actually figure out the truth of of what you're doing is is in these tough times. And we can survive that and you can and we were born in this. So this is like a <laughs> bread and butter, man. So, you know, we're super excited. Um, shutdown's going to be shutdown's going to be huge. Um, we have faith in ourselves. And we know that people are going to respond very, very well to what we're building. I I believe you. I mean, like I said, I have gotten try uh not the current build obviously but i got to try a build and it's a lot of fun i definitely recommend you guys check it out if you get a chance for everybody that watches this video now you mentioned that you're going to be seeing some store presence in the near future which ones are you looking at launching on um so we're gonna have we're gonna have like this web 2 version on steam uh we can kind of get Perfect. away with steam tos 
hopefully don't give us too much crap about it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. If they tell us to get off, we'll get off. But um, not a big deal. Uh, we're gonna we're talking to Epic, so we're gonna have an Epic Games marketplace, of course, as well. And then hitting up all of the big Web three. Um, so Hyperplay, Elixir. Um, I think there's another one that I forget the name of, but Sedona. Web three. I, I think so. Yeah, Sedona. Uh, and then, yeah, there's Sedona, and then there's another one that just came out. Um, I don't know if I can actually even say their name yet. I don't know, because I'm under NDA, but yeah, there's, oh, there's going to be four yeah. of them. Don't break NDAs. No, we don't want to <laughs> encourage that. We love Alpha, sure. but we also like legal Alpha, so. Legal Alpha. <laughs> no, for sure. Oh, man. We ain't trying to get people in trouble around here. Um, yeah. So that's cool. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to definitely diving back in because I Wave Survival, I love it. The iterative development process that you guys are taking, I'm noticing that's becoming a trend with multiple studios. Like you mentioned Parallel earlier, even Parallel TCG. Uh, it, it's We're already seeing multiple balance passes going through it. Uh, they, they have plans for more modes, and they're going to be expanding upon that one. They also have their other game that they're going to hopefully have a closed beta for later this month, or not this month, this year. Don't quote me on month. Sorry. Somebody's going to clip that out of context. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Oh, man. But outside of shutdown, do you want to speak on anything coming for the other one, if you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Post yeah. betas, so, any events? So for the Fabled, um, I I can't reveal too much because we have a okay. couple of big announcements in the, in the mix. But there is this really freaking epic uh, new game mode that we're going to be putting out um, huh? where you're going to see some really epic battles in the, an arena. <laughs> that's, that's all I can say. Uh, <laughs> we're, we have, we have this epic trailer. Look, I don't want to spoil things too much, but we, there's, there's going to be a trailer that's going to be releasing in the next uh, couple of weeks, probably. Uh, well, it's going to be, it's, it's dropping in October. That's what I can say. Um, and, Hope and, and and hopefully that will be a nice little addition to the current game. Um, so you have sort of, it, I, I don't know what you call it, a dungeon, if you will, um, with the Souls like game, but then this is kind of like a mini game addition on top of okay. uh, the items that you get from that, that Souls like main game mode. Um, so what you're telling me is Rod needs to put your socials down below for the fabled shutdown sure. and Xenome games. For sure, for sure, for sure. That's 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 for sure, man. We 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 have some very very uh, exciting stuff cooking up in the mix here. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we we're we're a pretty small studio. We don't need to be like, we don't have like the expectation that like, oh, mm -hmm. hey, we have to be, you know, one of the biggest. Um, but it, at the same time, that's good for us because you know it gives us plenty of room to experiment, try different things see what works and what doesn't and you know if, if something does work then we can smash expectations blow people out of the water and they'll be, be like where do these guys come from that's that's the expect that's the reaction i want like, small how, teams, how have i not heard of this small teams can do big things look at among Absolutely. us look at stardew valley um wow they're all escaping me but there's plenty of other games that have blown up uh, undertale Minecraft, like yeah. all of these games that have been done by either super small teams or even one to two developers total, and they blow up. All it takes is being in at the right place, the right time, with the right eyes, and having the right gameplay. Yeah, Absolutely. make a good game. <laughs> that's sure. what it, that's what it boils that's what down it's all to. About. 
But you guys definitely uh, looking game first. No mints. So you said you don't even have plans for any mints yet? Uh, I mean, we, we have like, we're playing with the idea of potentially. So what I want to, I want to do something that like rewards the early community, right? Um, so Play I'm thinking like maybe, sorry, what's up? Play to mint. Play to mint. Yeah, we could do something like that. <laughs> um, I was actually thinking like, hey, you know, what if it was like you have to play the tournament, participate in it, get to a decent score, get to like a minimum score, and mm-hmm. then you then that's what gives you the ability to get. Uh, so we were thinking like doing like this PV, PFP collection. Now, I hate the term PFP collection, but the way we want to do it is the traits of these characters will have like gameplay impact so you know someone has like they're gonna be like these like super soldier sort of pfps right and someone has like a scar on their eye that's like they're a grizzled veteran you know maybe that's like negative five percent damage five percent damage reduction or they have like some crazy bionic and then it's like you know five percent accuracy or something like that where like the traits actually make sense with the game and you can actually like use them Mm -hmm. in that um and then that that seems really appealing but when we we think about nfts it always comes back to how does this improve the game how does this make the game funner how does this make it more engaging for someone who owns one of these things right um and and i think that's kind of the way you have to think about you know future utility and value beyond sort of just the cosmetic of owning it and just the artwork um it, it really does have to come back full circle into the game design the game loop what if what if and I'm taking a page from Skylander's book. Anybody that's familiar with that uh, from Activision. Yeah. Um, what if you get access to certain maps or areas based on your PFP? Like you mentioned the Grizzled Veteran. Maybe they get to go to a bar, you know, kind of add a social oh. element where all the Grizzled be- Veterans get together and can, that's, you know, shoot the shit. Or maybe if you get a, a marksman, then you get access to a gun range where you can practice Dude, shooting. Yeah, that's a good See idea. What I'm saying? I like that. I, I like that. No, that's that's a <laughs> fucking cool idea. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to steal that. I, that's what I'm here for. I, lo- I I like to tell people I'm an idea person. I don't have a lot of time to implement anything. I don't have the resources to hire developers, but I can come up with ideas all day. I'm here to help you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. That's 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 amazing. Yeah, I, I love that. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna have to steal some of those and uh, you know put them in the back of the noggin there. I. Yeah, oh, you know, well, that is a fucking good idea. I'm, I'm gonna. We're probably gonna do something along those lines now. Oh man, that I think that that would actually be really cool. That I think that would even encourage uh, a bit more of the community to engage together because everybody already likes to like follow and engage with similar profile pictures to begin with. But now, outside of oh, you have a shutdown PFP, it's like oh, dude, you want to go hit up the bar after after work, you know, something like that. We just go chill and socialize, hang out. Maybe we chill in the, the shutdown Discord and in, in our own channel, maybe. Maybe traits unlock certain channels for social metaverse type yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. See? And ideas keep coming. Dude. <laughs> oh, you, you know, this is, this is off topic, but you know, there's like this funny story when we first announced shutdown. So like when shutdown was first a thing, mm-hmm. they thought that like, we they thought it was a project that got rugged because it's called shutdown. <laughs> we, we it was it was so funny because we we like oh man um, they're just like wait is this like we got like a bunch of comments in our first couple of posts it's like is this a rug I'm like what the f- what the hell are you talking about like why would we 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 literally released like gameplay footage with like a trailer and everything they're like 
people were like, is this a rug? What the hell? <laughs> They're like, it's, why is, it's called Shutdown. <laughs> it's like very unfortunate naming, but yeah. It's... I Whenever I saw the booth at ETH Denver, I was a little like i was kind of like what is, is this a game like what what is this you know but then once i actually started talking to the team and i played the fave yeah. the fable they were like oh check out our other game i was like oh this is a game oh okay yeah, yeah. so yeah the, the name but here's the thing though it also is unique and it's great because how many other games have shut down in their name not many if any so it's great for seo kind yeah. of well, you're competing against the IT world. <laughs> well, the, 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 it's it's a play on words because it's like the theme of it is like human humanity versus AI. Mm -hmm. So not like shutdown. Um, and and I think like from both a naming standpoint, a branding standpoint, like a visual standpoint, I think it's a lot different than like any of the other top-down shooters we've seen in the space. Like we wanted to do something dramatically different, right? Like it was like you look at the top-down shooters in the space, they're like hyper casual. It's a very cartoonish or kind of silly you know kids graphics and we wanted to do something like impactful we wanted the guns to feel like that that oomph to it you know what i mean we wanted to have something that's like dark and more on the horror side i wouldn't say it's scary but it's like definitely you know dark. yeah it's dark and <laughs> and actually like like these things these designs decisions also play into the development speed because now we don't have to make sure the textures are like pixel perfect right that we can have like a crappy little texture and if there's barely any light on it or if the lights flickering like you're not gonna be able to see everything that's wrong with it too so this is like work smart not hard you know what i'm saying yep and i think this actually is going to lend you guys a bit of a uh, benefit to seo because even though obviously just googling shutdown isn't going to do you any favors if you do google shutdown game first thing that came up twitters then your website and then it looks like a game gamma gammaverse review i'm probably butchering their name um yeah so i'm saying I, I think it's working for you guys i think it works fine now yeah, actually the gamaverse review that's not even us <laughs> i was about to say that's not even you guys yeah I, I realized that but um your twitter and your website being at the top obviously is huge so that's good um i was gonna say something and i lost it yeah and then and then the uh the people ask oh that, that part, why do people shut down game servers <laughs> No, so that actually, that was what I was going to uh, kind of go towards is the name will actually cause curiosity too. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to go look into it. And that's going to even further the SEO, lead them to your website and your Twitter and socials and stuff like that. In fact, that might even be why your Twitter started popping all of a sudden. Uh, you know, some, some creator put out this footage and everybody starts Googling, well, what what's this game? Like, it's yeah. called shutdown. What was what it? What's going on with this? And then they start Googling it. They find your Twitter, they find your website and they're like, Oh, this looks kind of dope. They follow the Twitter and now they probably signed up for the beta on the website, which by the way, for those that want to sign up for the closed beta, it's playshutdown.com. Playshutdown.com. Follow yeah. us on Twitter. Play shutdown. So before we wrap it up, is there anything else that you want to drop any upcoming events? Obviously, you know, you said you're going to be on some some stores here soon ish. Um, and I'm assuming that's going to be free to play open for everybody that jumps in. Yep, yep. it's going to be free to play. Um, we are we we're going to have a big announcement coming uh, tomorrow. But just yeah, follow us on Twitter, uh, join our discord. There's there's if you just participate in our discord we, we're running like many games basically almost oh. every other day um you're gonna be able to win roles you're gonna be able to get um unique 
alpha. I, I don't know what I don't know what you would call it actually. But there's this there's cool stuff happening on our Twitter and our Discord all the time. So just yeah, join those, stay up to date. Um, if you guys want to talk to me, just hit me up, DM me, at me on on Discord. I'm always there. If I'm not super busy, I'm 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 gonna respond. I love talking to to everyone that plays the game and giving you guys feedback. Yeah, I mean we're we're very open. Um, you can pretty much actually DM like anyone on the team through our Discord. <laughs> you guys don't have the DMs limited. What kind of team are you? Oh no, we don't have the DMs <laughs> limited, man. I I think it's there's a there's a certain magic when you know, mm-hmm. and I, I try to like know all my community members by on like a first name basis, and, oh. and I make sure that like I'm always there, and if I'm not busy with, you know, my work, like I'm I'm always chatting. So yeah, hit me up. It's just funny because most teams are like, "Oh no, DMs bad. Close DMs. I never want to. Nah. I never want to see a DM." Nah, man. No, <laughs> these, that's the thing. Is like we, you know, we we want to hear from you guys. Like that's exactly that's what makes it fun, you know. So unless and, you're gonna spam me, don't spam me, please. <laughs> he's like on second thought. <laughs> nah, nah, so, it's great. I love my community. I'm assuming you guys also have a feedback. If, if people have game oriented feedback, there's a feedback channel in the Discord too. Yeah, yeah. So okay. um, in in Discord, uh, you, if you participate in events, um, you can buy. Basically, we have this dissolution year role, kind of uh, a harken back to the first game we made, and that role gives you access to the latest builds. Um, it gives you access to private uh, social mm-hmm. channels. Gives you probably uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna basically use that role as as kind of like the pre preliminary uh criteria for like any upcoming waitlist for mints we have um and then whatever else you guys do on top of that like that's all being tracked uh, so you play in the game if you if you're active on our discord if you boost the server all of those things um you know if you contribute to our community we want to reward you with with cool shit. um and yeah that's that's how we goes awesome love to hear it all right final call any any other anything we missed anything you want to just throw uh, in there there's a lot man i can't i, I just I know, can't talk about it right I know now that, <laughs> I, I know i know there's there's a lot coming so i'm just gonna tell rod put the links down below make sure you guys go follow them on socials jump in the discord stay up to date drop you know hit that notification bell to make sure you don't miss a post just saying but that's going to be yes, it for us today, folks. This was another great episode. Thank you again, Houston, for taking the time to join us today. I appreciate you uh, sharing the game with us and you know giving us a little bit of alpha that it's going to be publicly available soon. So look forward to that. I'm going to be playing myself. And, of course, we couldn't have done it with all our amazing viewers and supporters. You guys are the reason that we do this. If you, again... Follow us on social media. Follow us on YouTube. Drop comments. Let us know if there's a game you want to see up here or if there's a certain topic you want us to bring up during our weekly discussions because we're here for you guys. This this content is to try and make sure that these games get seen, but also so you guys can can bring up some questions and stuff. Maybe we circle back around and ask Houston some of the, the viewer stuff, you know? Just saying. Remember, the sauce never stops flowing. Stay connected with us on social media. Again, it's at the block sauce with a three at the end, not an E. I don't know how many times I have to tell you guys, but everybody's following ReNFT. You're not following the block sauce. Gosh. Follow the block sauce. Follow yes, the follow the block, the block sauce. sauce. <laughs> Making my job hard here. Oh, man. But 
So that's going to be it for today's Sauce Enthusiast. Join us next time for another amazing episode of The Block Sauce, where we'll keep the gaming flame alive and the discussion sizzling. Stay saucy and keep gaming in the exciting realm of Web3. Have a good one.